right. Before we get into this episode, let's thank our sponsor, the amazing Four Sigmatic. So I have been using Four Sigmatic mushroom coffee and a bunch of their different products for a very long time now. You could say that I am a super fan of Four Sigmatic. We've had their founder, Taro, on the podcast, episode 85, if you're interested in listening and learning more. And you should know before we get into details that you can use the code BLONDE for 15% off of all Four Sigmatic products. And you can also go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde to shop my favorites from chaga to mushroom hot cacao, which is basically a delicious hot chocolate to the original OG mushroom coffee that got me off of cold brew, the cold brew coffee addiction that I had that wasn't really serving my hormones very well. But chaga and mushroom coffee definitely make my body happy, make my hormones and my adrenals happy. They still give me such alertness and energy and they taste delicious. I love to make different elixirs with all different Four Sigmatic products and either almond milk or coconut milk or sometimes just hot water, depending on what I am feeling that morning. I love to use coconut butter for a little vegan bulletproof style morning drink sometimes. I also love their mushroom matcha. So whether you're a matcha person, a coffee person, a mocha person, or you're interested in trying different adaptogens like lion's mane, cordyceps, chaga, and more, you have a lot to learn and a lot to try with Four Sigmatic. So it's hard for me to even say what my favorites are anymore because I've changed so much. Um, Currently, I love their 10 Mushroom Blend, which blends together a bunch of different adaptogenic mushrooms and herbs that are also really good for a lot of the health issues that I'm dealing with right now because of Lyme disease from fatigue to joint pain, etc. There's so many different kinds of mushrooms in there. The mushroom kingdom is huge. So don't think of shiitake mushrooms like you would have in some kind of stir fry. Think of adaptogens that work with your body to make you feel amazing and bring you back to homeostasis. So I'm such a huge fan of everything Four Sigmatic's doing. They're such kind people. All of their products are vegan, Whole30, non-GMO, organic, all the things that make them TBB approved. You can find certain caffeine-free products. Some of them have caffeine if you prefer caffeine. So go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde. Use that code blonde. Shop around. Let me know what you get. Tag me on Instagram. I can't wait to see. Now let's get into this episode. Thanks so much, Four Sigmatic. And welcome to the Balance Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. You are listening to one of our best of the show episodes today, meaning that I am taking a brief hiatus from the show for the first time since starting it three years ago to focus on my health and focus on my wedding and just really enjoy this season of life and 
I hope that it inspires you to put yourself first in your own life. We have nothing without our health and I have not had my health for the last couple of years. So I am striving to get back to a healthy state in my body, in my mind. And I am so over the moon to share everything that that brings. So I hope that you enjoy our eight best of the show episodes, which are some of my favorite episodes from the show over the last couple of years and also many of your favorites. So today you'll be listening to one of those and I cannot wait to see how it serves you and how it inspires you. And if you've heard it before, then perhaps this time it will teach you something new. And maybe you've never heard it before and today's the perfect day for you to listen to it. So whether it's the first option or the second option or something else, I know that you're here for a reason and sit back, relax and enjoy. I'm so excited to come back and host new episodes and connect with you guys. But until then, please enjoy these episodes. If the podcast inspires you, I would love and be so honored for you to leave a rating and review on iTunes and send me a screenshot to Jordan at thebalancedblonde.com and I will send you a free gift as a thank you and thank you personally and chat with you. And I'm just so grateful for everyone listening. Also, we have a Facebook group, the Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Please join us there to keep the conversation going and enjoy, live a soul on fire life and If you're healthy, enjoy your health. I'm so eager to get back to that. And if you are also struggling with chronic illness, just know that you're not alone. We have a lot of episodes on this show pertaining to chronic illness. So give those a listen if you're interested and enjoy. We will head into the episode now. I'm sitting here in the most beautiful living room in Venice on literally my favorite street. I couldn't believe when I was pulling onto your street really? that this is where you live. A man just told me he calls it Pretty Street. It's a pretty tree-lined street in Venice. It is. It's right off of Rose. You live right by Cafe Gratitude, mm-hmm. Moon Juice, all the good stuff. Yeah. And you were saying you've lived here for 18 years. In this area. That is so amazing. Yeah. So I'm sitting here with two incredible people who do some of the most interesting things that I know about. You guys listening know Jenna, who's been on the podcast a couple times, sharing all of her human design knowledge. I hear from people all the time, Jenna, who have discovered human design because of you. I mean, and because of you, so many people. Um, So we have Jenna here and the amazing Dara Dara. who has not yet been on the show. We have so much to talk about. Just tell everybody what you do because you do so much. It's so beautiful. And I want to hear. Thank you. I do do a lot. And I've done many, many things in my uh, 50 some odd years. I have done many things, which we didn't talk about, but I definitely have done raw food, many years of showing people how to make it on YouTube and talking about decluttering and feng shui and showing how I love to demystify things that people might think would be difficult. 
and show how easy and fun and celebratory. So then I do astrogeography, which is helping people understand the astrology of place, that some places feel really good to us and some might be more challenging, and that it's probably a really good idea to know what energies, planetary energies you're swimming in daily, because you might be eating the best food on the planet, you might be doing your yoga, and you could be on a challenging line, and it would be good to know how to harness those energies to work in your benefit. So astrogeography. So I do intuitive sessions for people, and I do intuitive astrogeography. So amazing. And because I can't read for everyone, astrogeography, and I want everyone to know how to do it at any given moment in time. Like, let's say that you have a job opportunity somewhere, or all of a sudden you get an idea that you want to move somewhere or you need to go to a wedding, you'll be able to know what energies that place is holding for you. If you take my astrogeography course, you can look it up. You can look up your boyfriends, your husbands, and know what's happening for the both of you. That's so yeah. amazing. Until I did that with you, I had never even known that that was a thing. Mm. And we're definitely going to get Oh, I have your that. map to give you today. Oh, good. Yes. I can't wait. So yes. we'll definitely talk about my map. I want to know something though that I've been wondering. Mm-hmm. How did the two of you meet? Because now you're <laughs> magic. <laughs> we don't know. You don't? We don't remember. I don't remember how I met you. I, I just remember the first time I ever met you was I was here with in my, my ex boyfriend. Yeah. How long? Five, ago? six years ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, you've Something known like each that? other for that long. Yeah. I think it happened on Instagram where we just kind of found each other. And then if one day exists, she ended up in my kitchen. She ended up in my kitchen talking about human design. Yeah. And I wasn't even doing it professionally, but the first question I asked you was, What are you in human design? You were like, I'm a projector, but you I knew. Yeah. How did you know about it? I had heard design? about it 11 years before. Yeah. 11 uh-huh. years before. And it wasn't delivered to it to me in the same way that Jenna did it. How was it delivered to you? Um, it just didn't sound very appealing. Oh. I mean, I got that I, sh- I need to wait for an invitation, but then the rest just sounded kind of foreign and not, it didn't grab me. And the way Jenna explained it to me and to my daughter, it was like, yeah, tell me more. Okay, mm-hmm. I can do this. For like sure. being a projector is not so bad. Mm-hmm. It's actually good. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How interesting. So mm-hmm. Jenna reintroduced human design to me. I had known enough, but it it sounded fun and applicable. And yeah, I, li- I like yeah. it. Yeah. And okay. actually, I, I didn't tell you this, but I was, I had a food company at the time and it's only by doing Dara and Dara being an intuitive and being able to say, no, you need to do this as your career. And that's what like, made me do it. Do you remember about a year and a half before I had said, you had said, what do I do about the business? And I was yeah. like, it's got to go. Mm-hmm. But it took her like a while. And then one day she was talking and I just got this like flash. I'm like, you need to do human design yeah. and anything else is heavy. Anything else is just like dragging bottles behind you, clacking, mm-hmm. clanking. Mm-hmm. It was so clear. Business. She's so good at it. Yeah. It was yeah. so funny. And I, I was like, obviously still thinking like, I could never do that as a career. Like, how could I do that? That's not like a proper work thing. You know, it's not like a proper career or anything. Like I need to have my own like physical business. And, and then look at you now. It just, Dara was like, that's going to be way, way more like aligned with who you are. So we keep doing this for each other because mm-hmm. at the time I was doing just my videos and I have a private membership site and I'm doing some things, but change was in the air last year. And she said, you know, the thing that I find you do all of these things so beautifully 
but what about offering intuitive sessions for other people besides me? Because <laughs> yeah. I so, like text her every day being like, this or this? What do we think about that? What <laughs> oh, color should amazing. I wear? Like lipstick today, like literally anything she can so one day, like, ask her anything. She goes, I was, you know, I said, I was thinking about that like six months ago, but I even looked at Acuity and, but I, I haven't done it. And she goes, well, about a week or two later, she's like, I'm about to announce you in two days. So set up your... <laughs> So I did it and it's been, it's been magic. So we kind of help each other. We kind of see each other. We're like seeing, or as you call it, we walk in a garden together. It's Mm -hmm. never judgmental. It's always just to lift each other up. It's a gift. That is so beautiful. It's a gift. Yeah. I mean, the reason that I wanted to have you both on together, aside from the fact that you're friends and we're all friends and I knew it would be fun is because you both do this interesting Thing for a career where you just help people live their most aligned lives. And yeah. what a beautiful thing. Aside from therapy and more traditional modalities, it's very rare to stumble upon just truly doing what you do for a life for work because right. you want people to live in alignment, whether astro geographically, whether they need to move or human design, whether they need to decondition in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. you both do really works very hand in hand with each other, I think. It definitely does. We um it's interesting because I think we also are the people that need our like in a way, the fact that I need human design more than anybody probably on the planet does and and Dara, you know, needed to her story about how she came across Esther Jordan. Actually, she tell Jordan the story of like how you moved and ended up here. But like, mm-hmm. I just feel like if you're so blessed, like you, like what you're learning right now and all the blessings you're getting from it is like, you can't help but share it. Like if it's oh, something yeah. that's healing your wound, you just have to be like, I have literally no choice but to like mm-hmm. give it to other people. You want to share it from the rooftops. Yeah. You want to stand on the street corner. That's what right. I said. Yes. <laughs> that's why I started a YouTube channel because right. I'm like, how do... And that was beginning the story of how I found all this stuff. But I literally could not believe no doctor had told me what I now know right. and want to share with people Isn't about that eating. the beauty of social and, media that we yeah. can... We can stand on the street corner and mm-hmm. shout it from the rooftops and the people who are interested will find it. Right. We no so longer true. have to go through an executive right. or get a publisher or all the old ways. You you can be heard. Now you yeah. can be heard and tell the truth. The shifting paradigm, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I have to tell you, well, we're going to go in order and I want to hear about <laughs> what brought you to LA. And then at some point in this conversation, I have to tell you both what I saw when I was on ayahuasca. Oh, I'm dying to yeah. hear about this. When it came to human design. <gasps> what? Okay, I'm just going to say wow. it. Oh my God. Go ahead. Because I've been waiting to see you in person, Jenna. So for everybody listening, Jenna wow. lives all over and <laughs> is moving to Monaco and is only in LA. Well, like, a lot. A but lot. Yeah, a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to tell you this in person and I'm so excited to tell oh you both. So... I did this whole plant medicine journey about a month and a half ago, mostly to come to the root of why am I sick and what can I do about it to heal myself and heal others. And when I was on ayahuasca, I was in a group of about 17 of us, strangers at the time who obviously became like family. So you didn't go with anyone you knew? No, I wanted to. Nobody was up for it or the timing didn't work for the few people who were up for it. I was meant to be there alone. And 
I definitely see why, because I had an exorcism and of all the people in the room, I lost it. I was screaming. I was on a different, I was totally in a different dimension, many, 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 many dimensions away from here. And I didn't know where I was. I didn't believe that I was ever coming back to this body and went ballistic and was hitting people and like really the shaman was trying to help me wow and i'm skipping a lot because i yeah. just want to tell you this part mm-hmm. i also had beautiful experiences but i went through a really dark time and um they let me stay in the room with everyone because i refused to leave and i screamed for 30 minutes straight like guttural screams from it was like other people's pain um, wow. people, my ancestry and also people in the room. And I was releasing for other people in the room what they had come there for. And I didn't know this, but I was oh screaming God. out like, I need to find my voice and like things. These weren't my words. These were other people's words. And they told me because after everyone came up to me and told me, you, you were, wow, you, you've, you released what I came here to release. Wow. Which was so powerful. Proper reflectors. So. that reflector life. I woke up and thought, oh, everybody's going to hate me because I just ruined their night because wow. I, I was I what happened. So during this, I was kind of shown, I'm sure what you've seen intuitively a ton and what you've studied, the whole entirety of human design. I saw it. I saw it as if it was a, a whole world that I was able to walk inside of. And this is a gift that you've given me because wow. without you, I wouldn't have even had consciousness that it existed. Wow. So I was That's like cool. living there, <gasps> walking amongst the human design oh charts my God. and world. And I saw, because I didn't know anyone's human design who was there, but I saw what everybody was. And I saw wow. that I was the only reflector there. Wow. And then I saw, of course, of course, I am. I'm in this cell, this organism of people. I'm releasing everybody's pain, and nothing has ever been so true. Wow. And I also saw, as a reflector, just what that means for my DNA and my body, and that's why I'm sick. And wow. I was shown through my ancestry. I'm carrying the pain of grandmothers, great grandmothers, the whole entire lineage. From my dad's side of the family, my dad's a reflector. Wow. My dad carried this pain from his mother, his mother's mother, mother's mother's mother. And they showed me, this is your sickness. And you chose to come into this life to to heal the lineage. First, you have to heal yourself. So I saw everything. And then I saw what's going to happen what's going to happen with human design. Wow. And I wish I had more consciousness of what I saw because wow. it was a totally different place. But I saw some things I've heard you talk about, which is that there will be new types mm. of people, yeah, new human design types. And it's just literally like we are made up of human design. Nothing had ever wow. made more sense to me. Wow. In fact, it was the only thing that made sense. I was oh like, God. oh. Human design is so real. Wow. And I'm looking at it. 
Mm-hmm. And nothing wow. else even seems and real. And it's coming out of my mouth. Like I'm, a, I'm showing what's going on in this room. I'm showing what's going on in society. I'm showing mm-hmm. what's going on with generations. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that I chose to be a reflector. For there sure. Were no, mm-hmm. There are no coincidences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Actually, that's one of the, the first things that I learned from Kabbalah was like, we don't believe in coincidence. Like nothing right. is a coincidence. Like you right. have to, because they say like, if you accept full power, you also have to accept full, full responsibility. responsibility. Yep. So there's no like, oh, victim mentality. No, like because, that's the first thing that they drum out of you is like, if you want to be a victim, that like, you take away all your power. And there's excitement in it. So here she yeah. is with this supposed dis-ease mm. or momentary opportunity to be the cleanest yeah. eater on the planet. And yeah. the most angelic, for those of you who haven't seen uh, Jordan in person, there's just like, there's just, I look at you and there's just like this white light. Like it's like very, very, very angelic energy. Thank you. That's so mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. And you gifted me some grounding when I arrived at your apartment. <laughs> like here, I <laughs> angelic, but I'm literally 10 feet off the earth. And it yeah. makes it hard to, yeah, makes it hard to interact and live because I'm just yeah. somewhere else. Like I could go up there when I look at you, into your eyes, I can go up there with you. I'm like, hold on, we need Sheila Jeet. We need to come, you know, we need some grounding, yes. some potatoes. You um, made us some beautiful tonics and... Some gorgeous food. Thank you. Just gorgeous. Like, thank you. Oh, if this if this could be everywhere, right? Life would yeah. be amazing. So <laughs> it will be. We could go on about that. It, it's incredible and That's Kabbalah, a, yeah, incredible as well. But I would love to hear more about your story. What brought you to LA, and what introduced you to what you're doing now? Astro cartography. Well, it's it's called astrocartography because, like human design, it came in. Well, human design came in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, astrocartography came in nineteen seventy eight, and um, by an astrologer, Jim Lewis, who kind of made this very time consuming. Um, it just wasn't accessible to people before to be able to chart out their astrology of place. It's basically what it is. There's an astrology of place. So I had been living. I was born in New Jersey on a Pluto line, which is extremely transformational. And it's a hard line to stay on forever. Usually if you're born on a Pluto line, it's just a, it's just an energy of transformation, death, transformation, rebirth, creation, and over and over again. So I moved to Florida where I met my second husband and I fell in love and I got married and I had a baby and then the marriage fell apart shortly thereafter and I felt very stuck. I couldn't do my, I'm an artist. I've always painted murals on people's walls and sold my paintings and then I do something new and then I, I'm always active and creative and I couldn't, besides having a baby and the ultimate act of creation, I just couldn't get my work out or seen or done. And After the divorce, I signed a piece of paper saying I wouldn't leave Palm Beach County until she was 18. And yet I felt like I was like almost drowning. Like I just was not, this wasn't my place. And I didn't know about astro, I call it astro geography. I did, I named it that when I started teaching and doing sessions. But when I went to California on a trip to see a friend and I felt like insta better, like something happened, like almost like a, a flower dying and then you water it and it perks up or like cilantro in the refrigerator. When you put it in water, it just changes. That's how I That's felt. It? 
You're yeah. teaching me things. Yes. Put it in glass, in water, in the fridge, and it'll stay fresh for like a long time. Amazing. <laughs> yes. I have lots of those tricks. I think I'm going to do a kitchen, like things to do in the kitchen. Things you, you need to do. I think so. We'll see. But in any case, I went to California. I came home and I had an astrologer I've been working with for years. Like I just check in, navigate, like to navigate moon and stars. And she said, I said, what is it? Like, I feel so amazing there. And she said, well, of course you do. It's your Jupiter line. That's the planet. That's the planet of expansion and joy and optimism. And that's you. And you're living on a Neptune line. And that can be, while it's the highest in spirituality, could also mean the deepest spiritual lessons. And you feel like you can't be seen on a Neptune line. And life is hard and it could be deception and illusion. And there's some things to get from it and garner from it, but there also can be some very tough times. So I had to make my way out of Florida, which was legally not possible, but I believe there is such a thing as spiritual justice. And I checked in with energy healers and astrologers and I meditated on it. And I pictured my daughter and I flying in the direction of California. And I came to California whenever I could. So in my astrogeography course, I kind of show people how to harness the energies. There are ways to to, um, manipulate things, even if you have to stay where you are, even if you can't travel to a better location astrogeographically, you can still harness those energies where you are. Because I made a major move that nobody said could ever happen. It happened. I got to get to be in California. But at that time, my astrologer said, it's your Jupiter line. And when you get there, Dara, And she said, when, because she held space for me, because it was not an easy battle. Uh, When you get there, thousands of people want to hear what you have to say. And I have a YouTube channel and thousands. So I'm the same person, but on a Neptune line, I'm like underwater, like Neptune, God of the sea. You're like underwater, you're floating. You can't see clearly. People can't see you. But I got to my Jupiter line and it was like Insta expansion. So I didn't know how to look it up for many, many years. I just kind of knew Jupiter's here and Neptune's there, but that's all I knew. And I was like, shouldn't I know this? Like, I need to know this. And I delved in and I studied it. And I was like, then I need to know. I think other people need to know. So like, I just like digested the information and made a course so other people can do it anytime they want. so amazing. Because it's like, isn't it fun to look it Mm -hmm. up? Like, and you can also say, well, where's love for me? Where's my Venus line? Or where's abundance? Where's Jupiter descending? Where on the planet are other people going to throw money at me and assistance? There's like places like that. There's a place for every human potential So what I say to people who are living on a line, like if something's going wrong or I'm doing a session for someone, I just always look at that first because then we can rule that out. Then maybe it's something else. But if it's that and somebody's only ever been living on their Saturn line, which is very hard, I would say take a trip somewhere else just to think clearly or to think differently or to get a different perspective. And then you can know where to go based on it. So cool. It's so cool. I mean, yeah. when Jenna first told me about what you do, I was so intrigued because it's very, I don't hear about that no. very often. And it was another like, reason why it's really cool that you do that because it, mm, there's not a whole lot of people out there doing it. No, it's under the radar. And much like you talk about in human design, the information just wasn't that palatable. Mm-hmm. It's good. Maybe it's not from someone you want to hear it from or the way they speak, or it's just not resonating with you. Um, so the information's been there, but maybe it's been too complicated or not quite 
You know what that sounds like? What we were just talking about before we started totally. recording. What? The Gerson the therapy. SOS, the SOS. And at SOS. Yes. How yes. that can seem really inaccessible and out, yes. out of style. I and- had to try hard to find it. I had to read a very hard book. I had to try and find who's a doctor, who could help me, who's a practitioner. My mom was sick and I'm having to search where to go in the face of society that's saying, are you crazy? Right. Like, why aren't you taking her to a radiologist? Why aren't you taking her to the surgeon? Because you wanted to feed her. Because I wanted to help her heal. And she asked for it. I want to do what you do, Dara. She had a brain tumor and she said, I want to do what you do. Oh my gosh, my heart explodes. So if I had a source, the source that you're, I don't don't want to announce something, but (laughs) the source that you, I see you doing, a simple and palatable way for people to know how to practice this for what did you call it? It's preventative. Yeah, preventative. You don't have to mm-hmm. have full And blown if I had illness. something to look at to go, okay, here I can go for this diet. I don't have to start reading this complicated book. Here I can go for this the school or the practitioner. I had to, while she was sick and I'm trying to make all these changes in the house and the diet and the food shopping, I, I had to like miraculously find, I found someone to come and train me in it for a weekend so I could at least practice it for yeah. the remainder of her days. That is so Which, beautiful. Even in passing, feeding someone beautifully like that, she got to be conscious until the last minute. She left yes. until the last second and she got to have the most beautiful exit that I got to be a part of. So I'm a very big fan of this idea of you making the SOS diet that I've been watching and that I served you today and mm-hmm. the um, making this protocol available to people and easy and fun. I'm, I'm a fan of that for you. Well, coming from someone as intuitive as you <laughs> who inspired Janet to go down her human design path, mm-hmm. I will take that. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the three of us, like things were hand- handed to us like a baton. Now take it and take bring it forward and then mm-hmm. someone else will bring it forward. So yeah. we're, we're needed to make it palatable. Mm-hmm. Human design, astrogeography, we're all making changes. We want to get out of doing the things that are making us sick. Right. We want to be happy. We want to decondition ourselves so that we don't get sick. Right. And so you came to your Jupiter line. And, and then look at you thriving. Yeah. I, I started, I, I was a, a jewel, jeweler, metalsmither, and I all of a sudden had the top publicist in the country call me and say, I want to represent you. And what? all these Jupiter things happened. And I was, my jewelry, this raw gemstones, it was so cool. It was like all healing properties in the stones. And they were in every, in trade magazines and fashion magazines. But then when I really realized how raw food and the way I live, it, it really just, it, it helped my health so much that I just felt like I had to stand on a street corner. Yeah. Thus the YouTube channel and thus doing what I love and being able to be a lighthouse to meet people like you and you, Jenna and wow. Jordan. So. I'm a big fan of doing people breaking free from the the things that bind that aren't making them happy. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just realized I think the reason that the three of us are doing this podcast together is to show people that they can love their life. You're never stuck. <sighs> That's never my stuck. saying. That's how I got out of um, some things. <laughs> right. Some, yeah, we you're never stuck. I was legally up. stuck, but I was like, a friend said to me, he goes, you're never stuck. And I was like, oh, you're right. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I feel it because I can feel the energy of everybody listening. Everyone amazing who's listening. We love you guys so much. And 
I know that people just need to hear that. We can be stuck and then we can completely rise above it. And it's all part of our path. Just Mm -hmm. like me getting sick, just like Jenna being in an industry that was no longer serving her. I mean, you were literally like, stuck. Literally where stuck. You lived <laughs> and you moved. And I made beautiful. it. I, and then I felt like life was a miracle because after I, I, I visualized California, I called in. Like what I do in the course is I tell you how to call in the planetary energies that are not necessarily with you, but you can imagine them right here. You can, we, we have, we are in this new paradigm where we can mm. change things just by sitting on the floor. Yeah. You know? Like, how fun is that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, and, and we now have so many tools. Mm-hmm. We do. Design. We have so many tools, so many beautiful people to mm-hmm. have as expanders yeah. and yeah. models and there's how-tos and mm. it's so cool. So true. So I started doing something recently where I was like, hold on a second. Instead of assuming every time a challenge comes up, it's going to be hard. What if I live like there was an easiest solution that I can't even imagine because it's that right. easy. Yes. What if I imagine that that's the solution, that it's beyond what I can fathom of easiness. How fun. And like, why not let it be that instead of assuming it's a hard yes. way. And then yes. actually it starts becoming and really therein easy. therein lies does. the energy of Jenna. <laughs> I know. I was gonna say this reminds me of something else that you taught me, something that you said in passing, and it really stuck with me. Which was because I was having so many low energy days, and I still do. Mm-hmm. And saying like, I just have so many low energy days. Mm-hmm. I have like one day a week where I can actually leave the house. And you wow. said, um, "What about making those days fun? What about making yeah. low days fun instead yeah. of making low days?" sad and yucky and mm -hmm. I wish I could be out doing things and then I started loving it and being like how lucky am I I get to get to stay work from home Mm. be with my cat who's my best friend Mm. and still create and share with the world because I have this career where I'm able to do that without changing out of my pajamas Uh and use Postmates to get some healthy food right and and study the Gerson therapy. Right. And what yeah. have I learned? I've learned so much from staying home. Wow. And right. that was my spirit, like ready to hibernate because I had always been so social. And wow. Reflector right. taking in everybody's mm. energy, negative mm. and positive. Mm. And so it was a gift to stay home. Yeah. That's you amazing. told me that. I mean, over a year ago. And wow. It really stuck mm-hmm. with me. I don't remember that. That's so cool. I bet. Because it was so, it was just like. Jenna always wow. comes up with like, she sees the solutions. Yes. She's like, I call it birding. Like projectors are a bird up yes. in a tree and she just looks down and she's like, that, that. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> that easy. <laughs> she sees easy solutions. It's so wise. Mm-hmm. It's like, as they say in A Course in Miracles, is is literally what you just said. I mean, Everything can be easy. Mm. These things that seem to have such a hard solution. Mm. It's not hard. We yeah. make them to harder. We make it we hard. Make we kind of do. Yeah. I mean, we are taught to make it hard, mm. but we can teach ourselves to reverse it. Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. And I feel like it's on us to do that because we need people who make it to the top to say, not validating it by like, oh, it, it took so me hard. ages and I struggled and blah, 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 because that's essentially telling other people that they can't do it and it's discouraging right. and it's creating separation. Right. I would love if our generation of the people that are like, yeah, it was obviously the internal heavy lifting, the emotional and spiritual, like, you know, transforming myself was a challenge, but like 
then life opened the doors and you guys right. can do it too and anyone can oh, do it, yes. you know? like So like the hard work would be like the letting go of what's not working and yeah. behavior that's stopping, which is work. Yeah. Like you have to take a yeah. look at yourself and it's not always pretty, but then the actual doing, mm. I would agree, is yeah. it is easy because you sh- showing up in my life and you showing up in my life, it didn't take work. No. no. My videos and making food and decluttering, fun. Mm-hmm. But also think you know about it like, there. but it's also think about it like you don't, we don't, we never are the ones that like move the mountains. Like you didn't no. literally pull yourself across the whole of the country to get to California. Like the universe is the one that does the heavy lifting. Right. So like we were we just in the flow to, with the universe. Yeah, I had to be. In, yeah, resistant. I had to be in the flow. It yeah. was not um, pleasant at times, mm. and I had to know how to manage the energies or my own energy and archetypes come into play and which part of your natal chart should you lean into or you know working with okay it's not really time to be that part of you Dara it's time to be this part and it's going to take some Mm. mindfulness that's true expansion to shift in your mind who you are yeah we all think that we're this one way yeah like maybe you don't want to be all that maybe Mm -hmm. it's time to be this like Mm. I said I don't want to fight I said to my friend Ed um I was like, I, I don't want to fight with anybody. And he's like, sometimes, Dara, you have to stand up for what you believe in and mm. you need to be a warrior. Wow. I love it. I was that's like, so All right, cool. I'll be Athena, not Aphrodite yeah. for a while. <laughs> oh, that's just another thing she does, by the way. She knows all about goddess archetypes and oh like who gosh. embodies what. And she can tell really? which goddess energy is in you and which stuff. Which goddess energy is in I us. would feel, if anyone, I would feel... I was just off my spleen, Jenna, is like, I got Artemis. I got Diana, like goddess of the hunt, protectress. And um, I've always thought about her. Mm-hmm. Not that I know a whole lot about Greek goddesses, because I don't. Yeah. But I've always been really like drawn Artemis. to the arrow. Isn't okay. that her? Yeah. Like a bow and arrow? Yeah. She told her dad, I don't want to wear a long toga like everybody else. And I don't want to be caught by a man. Like she had a beautiful, she had beautiful experiences with men, but she had a short toga and she rode by the light of the moon, protecting children and animals. And Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. So she's a good one. I feel that. And I'll look into it more later. Yes. Yeah. So, cool. so another thing I want to know, because I know astrocartography has impacted your life a lot, Jenna. Huge Tell thing. us how it has. Yeah. So, I mean, there are some people like my other half who have like more charmed charts, let's say, <laughs> than mine. Mm-hmm. Because um, if you imagine your chart is like a bunch of um, different lines and, um, you know, over a map of the world, basically, and where the lines are or what shows you where you have good stuff and bad stuff. But let's say, for example, if you have a good line right next to a not so good line, then, you know, that's not just an unobstructed tons of luck, right? Mm-hmm. So it depends about what what combinations of lines you have in your chart and where there are, where things show up together or separate or whatever it is. So my other half has a very, very charmed chart all over, all around pretty much. And my chart, I was born on a Pluto line as well. And am I Pluto ascending or descending? You were, I thought you were IC, but maybe oh, I that's see. You're right. Is it IC? No, I think you're okay. right. I think you're IC. And that's mm-hmm. basically having to birth yourself or parent yourself. You had to, along with, yeah, along with your Scorpio and Nadir, you had to mother yourself. You are loving, you love your family, but feel somewhat detached and kind of had to raise yourself in the way that you see things. Yeah. Which is different, which leaves you feeling loving, yet somehow mm-hmm. disconnected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and, mm-hmm. yeah. And what else were you Well, there would be like, kind of like, 
explosiveness at home, mm-hmm. like jarring to your spirit, very from jarring the home front and yeah. family and yeah. And it was nothing bad on the on the outskirts of it, you know, the description of it, like we know it was a technically happy family, but just very, very but spiritually. What, but what that made Jenna do is um, transform herself. So mm-hmm. like, it's almost like the sand inside, you know, when a pearl is created, like you had enough friction that you had to learn how to cope and learn mm-hmm. how to see other people and understand mm-hmm. and come up with that tolerance yeah. that we know from you because mm-hmm. you chose that. So sometimes very, very evolved people are choosing some hard things so that they can be the healer to many so they can Definitely. experience what it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have my um, Pluto line back in London and New York, the whole of the East Coast is a little challenging for me. And there's very few places in the planet where I have like totally pure or like good good lines I with know. no bad stuff in them. I was so like, oh no, I have <laughs> to Delivering tell her. <laughs> but the places that feel really good to me are places where, because it's obviously relative, right? The places where I feel really good are places where I don't have good lines, but I also don't have bad lines. So it's like yeah. unobstructed Rest. and clear. Mm-hmm. So that's why for me coming to LA is like so amazing because I just have no influences of any planets at all and i'm moving to a place where it has the same thing where i have no good or bad lines totally yeah Mm. so and i literally manifested it because i was like i universe i literally just cannot live in london anymore because it's so heavy and hard for me and i Mm -hmm. it's kind of like what was it what's the underworld called what did you call it hades it's like hades Mm. because there's a seduction to it like when i'm in the london thing then i get really Mm -hmm. um you know seduced into it and i'm i almost like kid myself oh I can do this for longer sometimes and I kind of forget and you start to think it's normal well that's why you do so well in the city of angels here because it is the light yeah you are the light Mm. so it's your it's like your people plus I just heard that we're on the 33rd parallel which is a whole nother thing yeah at some other time it's like a place from which all the future changes is born are born Mm -hmm. and I uh, are we in that right now we are on the line right now this This is a 33rd latitude Wow. And Mecca is on that line too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. This but I don't know enough to talk about it intelligently. Right. I will get back to you. <laughs> I mean, regardless, I'm into Or we could it. call Heath. Yeah. No, we'll, well, we can, yeah. We'll have somebody meet you and talk about it. I mean, when I walked into this place, I felt like I need to come over to write my next book. I need you to can. like yeah. do a lot of things here. Yeah. It just feels You're invited. Good. You are so invited. Thank you. You're so it's invited. It's so heaven here. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So you've been so super influenced by astrocartography yeah. and now you're moving to Monaco, which yeah. is, we can just talk about what a dream that is. I know. That is for anyone who hasn't been there, I mean, on the water, mm. the place itself is people live there like, i know what? it feels like, fa- like, fairy, like tale. fairy tale and prince and princess yes. and, and jenna and for those of you who haven't seen jenna walk she like glides so yeah. elegantly yeah. And so <laughs> she fits there right it's so amazing mm-hmm. it really is and it's just it was so lucky that we didn't i didn't choose monaco I, after five days after I asked the universe, like, please help me get out of London. I don't know where else I want to go. My boyfriend sat me down and was like the, because he's an art dealer and he was like, the laws of art have changed in the sense that you have to pay 30% tax on all of your assets. So stuff that you're not even selling, stuff you've had for, he's collected for like 10 years. Imagine And that. to have to pay 30% of that in cash every year, he was like, I can't do that. My business is going to tank. Like we're, you know, it's just and not livable. Like, Bummer, I guess we have to leave London. And he was like, <laughs> we can either go here we're all here and I think Monaco these are our two choices and I think Monaco is easier for both of us and blah 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 and I was like okay 
cool. That's Amazing. Like, I know. <laughs> what a cool life. You're yeah. going to go live in Monaco. I know. It's really oh fun. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I did like a lot of help as well, which has to be credited to doing Lacey's um, work because that got me so prepared for being able to manifest and not stand in my own way. You yes. know what I mean? Like being, doing all the unblocks and stuff. It was like. Lacey's work. So yeah. Let's give a shout out to Lacey. Yeah. Lacey Phillips. <laughs> She's been on this podcast twice. Most recently was really recent. So if people wow. are interested in listening, you just have to go back maybe like a month's worth of episodes. Lacey is the manifestation queen. Mm-hmm. She's totally yeah. living her design. Mm-hmm. She must be. Well, oh, she did. We've done you, it. Right? We did and the astro geography. She's so attracted to Scotland. Yeah, she why she's so attracted to Scotland. Oh yeah. Oh, she's in, she's very intuitive. Like right. she, every there where she, she um she's she could be queen in Scotland. <laughs> she's yeah. got a great line, great lines there. Really cool. Mm-hmm. So when we did my map, which I'm excited to, it's on the kitchen table. Do you need me to get learn? it? Yeah. Tell me. Do you want me to go get yeah, it? Yeah. Go get it. So in the meantime, do you want to hear a story about my sister's astrogeography? I do. Okay, this is a really cool story. So I last time I was here with Dara, last time I was in LA, we're sitting having lunch and I was like, I don't know why it came out of my mouth. I was just like, I don't know what to do about my sister. My sister's like a year and a half apart from me, manifest amazing, my favorite person on the planet. But I was like, I just don't know what to do about her. And Dara looked up her map and was like, New York for her. She has the sun crossing Jupiter, which is like instant, like huge fame, success, blah, blah, blah. At the time she was like just doing theater, married. The next day she calls me and she's like, I'm separating from my husband. Okay. And I was like, okay. I mean, I'd seen it, sort of seen it coming, but didn't really think she was going to do anything about it. And then um, a week later, she got an audition to be on the new ABC TV show shooting in New York. And she no got the way. lead role. Yeah. What like TV a week show? after. It's a show called NYPD Blue. It was like big in the like oh, 90s I, or something. I know that show. And they're rebooting it and she, she's the lead. <laughs> and it was literally after I was saying to Dara, like, I don't know what to do with my sister. And then her even just saying it to me, I feel like activated New something York, on this. It did. Like she said, New York. And now she's living there. Like Is shooting. The show on? They're like shooting it right now. My dad is going to watch that. Like, really? He loves those oh my kinds God, of shows. Fun. Yeah. I know. Oh my God. And she was like, she can't stay in London. Dara was like, she can't stay in London. It's like people feeding off her parasitic relationships. Like it literally called it like exactly wow. the same. And then. Mm-hmm. How cool. It's, it's, it's on, this it's freaky. Yeah. doesn't lie. It's kind no. of freaky. It's amazing. You were born. Oh no, this is Jonathan. Oh, okay, yeah. hold hey, on. Jonathan. I got some notes on you, but I have your map here. Uh-huh. So what do you want to know, honey? Anything that you think would be interesting to the listeners? Well, you came in charmed and lucky, lucky. And, sh- and sharing. I mean, you were born on the Jupiter descending line, which is like one of, it's like the line, it's Jupiter like mine. But Jupiter in mind, Jupiter ascending is expressing itself through me. And so people see me as optimistic and faithful and joyful. And with your line, it's Jupiter descending and it's Jupiter expressing itself through others, how others are to you. So Mm. this is the line where other people want to assist you. They want to give you money. They want to help you. They want to, it's almost like, I think of it as like skipping down um, a glitter paved sidewalk. (laughs) People say, can I carry you? Can I carry that furniture for you? What do you need, Jordan? My family will laugh so hard because (laughs) they say that that is my life. First with my family and now with Jonathan. Yeah. 
and my all of my best friends as it should be all projectors everyone takes care of me i feel that i take care of them spiritually and they take care of me physically yeah i'm getting chills because i saw that the first time i look at your map i was like i very i don't think i've ever seen anyone born on that line wow it's it's a line that i tell people to go to (laughs) i'm like go try it you will feel like just so um taken care of and yeah, assisted it's I do. um so that that wherever whatever line you're born on stays with you your whole life well the energies of that stay i love that mm-hmm. and we um sacramento coming through yes so you are <laughs> charmed and beautiful you have chiron on the descendant here which tells me of healing you find your healing through others you'll be learning how to be the guru. It's where you find um, healing karmic relationships, healing old patterns with your family, maybe how Mm. you're not going to be how your ancestors were or past lives or family of origin. You'll create a new way and you'll share that with the family because you love your family. And um, it feels faded. It feels faded and karmic, like soul choices there. And um, you are also have... I see the moon rising. I want to make sure. Yeah, I think the moon, but I don't think it's in Los Angeles. If you were in San Francisco, Mount Shasta, you'd be on a moon line. And I feel like it's good you're not. It kind of can make you too sensitive. It's a beautiful line for being a mother. So oh. it's a good place to get pregnant. Cool. When you're ready. <laughs> oh, I'll be ready. Yeah. The so that I'm healthy. I can't wait Mm -hmm. to be a mom. So you have a beautifully charmed chart. You get to take that energy wherever you go, but you couldn't have landed in a a better place. Although you have Jupiter rising, the line that I have here, Norway, Sweden, Germany, Austria. Um, That's so fun. I would love to travel there. Israel, Istanbul. You could have some fun there. You have Jupiter on the midheaven, some really good things going on in Australia. And we can talk about whatever. So what I do for people is I, I always, we did our, our, our thing already, but ever if in the future you need me and you're like, Dara, I need a little more of this. Like I want to write, mm-hmm. but let's look for Mercury. Okay. Let's, let's see, talk about you know, creativity. Where should I go? Um, <laughs> on the spot. It's the whole world. <laughs> I know. Yes. It's the whole world and it's maps. But I would tell you for creativity, for you, I would look to Mercury on the midheaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have Venus midheaven. Venus, Mercury, and Sun in... That's so funny. Polynesia and Hawaii. Polynesia? You have, mm-hmm. Hawaii? You love Hawaii. Yeah, I do love Hawaii. Yeah, you have Hawaii. You have some fun things. Uranus on the Descendant. I feel like tapping into the spirituality. Neptune on the Descendant would be nice there. And what is you have some interesting lines depending on if you were in Kauai. Or we'd have to talk about which part right. of well, Hawaii. I always thought I would either write my next book in Kauai or yeah, Maui. I feel that. Wow. Because that's all Midheaven lines. That has to do with your career. Okay. So it's how you communicate to society. It's how you're seen. You have the ultimate uh, fame and reputation. So in feng shui, um, fame and reputation is the area of your home that corresponds to the area of your life that is not necessarily just being famous, although it could be. It's how the world sees you. And you have that particular fame line, which does speak of fame in astrogeography right next to Venus on the Midheaven, which is all about beauty 
and beauty with society and having something and presenting your work beautifully. And Mercury on the Midheaven, all three planets are expressed in the Midheaven, which has to, which is them expressing themselves in career and society. So your communication, your artistry, your sharing beauty to the world and being recognized for it. Cool. Are there. And in Alaska. <laughs> in Alaska. I yeah. spent a lot of time in Alaska, you believe did, it or not. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. What? People That's would find so that crazy. surprising. My dad, every oh, summer, wow. would go on these fly fishing trips. And we would go with him. And wow. spend like two weeks in Alaska every summer for many years. In huh? fact, not to deter anyone from Alaska, but my mom and I think that's probably where I got bitten by a tick for Lyme because wow. I what part of Alaska? waist deep in swamps like wow. all the time. Um, we would go to this place called King Salmon, which is multiple you, planes from Anchorage. Is it near Bethel or Anchorage? Do you have any idea um, or do you know? It's like probably an hour from Anchorage. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. What about, um, you were saying something about doing something in Canada. Do you want to look up oh, where yeah. that line is? Depends which Western part. Western Canada, like um, British Columbia, Vancouver, and Pemberton. Saturn is there, which would help you to be disciplined when you write your book. When you Good. learn, it's a great place to study. Good, because I have notes. From others, because it's Saturn on the descendant. So it's discipline from others. You would have a teacher there, which you are talking about. You're very in tune. Yeah. Very in tune. So good, no? I love mm -hmm. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. All right, before we get into this episode, let's talk about our incredible sponsor, Cured Nutrition. So I am currently completely obsessed with Cured Nutrition CBD. I met their founder, Joseph, at an event several months ago. We really hit it off. Me and Jonathan chatted with him for a while. We learned all about Cured Nutrition, everything that Joseph and his brand are up to in Colorado. We learned about their mission and things that they're working to do as a brand right now. And I just fell in love. You know that I only work with brands that I love from the inside out. So when it comes to the people behind the brand, when it comes to the product, how they source their ingredients, et cetera, I'm very, very picky. And CBD is everywhere right now. So you're probably wondering what makes Cured Nutrition different. And before I tell you, I just want to let you know, you can use the code BLONDE as always for a great discount when you shop their website, curednutrition.com. Definitely check out their mint tincture of CBD. It helps with sleep. It helps with pain. It helps with inflammation, helps to calm anxiety, um, helps to manage if you have a lot of pain in your body like I do. So what makes Cured Nutrition different is that they are very high quality. Every batch of their product is third-party tested and subject to a multi-stage inspection to ensure they bring only the highest of quality products to the market. All of their products are sourced from organically grown hemp and tested for potency, purity, pesticides and heavy metals, which is so important for a variety of reasons. They're a very transparent brand. So they oversee the entire process of their products from seed to sale. They spend so much time researching and testing everything before they put any product on the market. So some of their products that I love, obviously the mint tincture, I talk about it all the time. I take it every time I need a little 
easing of my anxiety and it also helps me sleep. I also love their pain balm. It's like a shea butter, kind of almost like a deodorant stick that you would rub on your body except for pain. And it's so amazing. I use it on my hands all the time since I have felt some a lot of pain in my hands from having Lyme disease being buried in my joints. Also, they are big on community and vision. They're a collective of heart-centered people. They are drivers of positive change. And they're just all about promoting a healthy regulation of the central nervous system. That's what CBD is for. So check out curednutrition.com. Use that code BLONDE. Know that they ship nationwide. They oversee everything. They're pure and potent. They even have food. They have tinctures. They have treats. They have everything you could ever want. So enjoy. Use that code BLONDE. Let me know what you get. Tag me on Instagram and have fun. How lucky am I to have my chart read by you like twice? So everybody who's listening who wants to have their chart read by you, how would they do that? They would go to my website, daradubinay.com. And when I do intuitive sessions, I always take a peek. So I'm always going to tell you what line you're living on. And to book an astrogeography session, you can do that too. Either way, I'm using my intuition, but the astrogeography is for learning, you know, three places and having me look to see where, depending on what you want. Mm-hmm. And that's the astrogeography sessions and the intuitive sessions are for like anything, food. I look, I love to do them FaceTime because I'm in my own energy. So I get my own intuition and then I'm able to have visions. When I see you, I can see the energy rise or go down. Sometimes I get flashes of, of what things should look like for your highest, for life purpose and career. That seems to be my, your my, thing. It's thing my you help people I find. Mean, yeah. Yeah. It's my jam. I don't know it why really I think is. you found it in my human design. Yeah. I'm a projector with splenic authority mm-hmm. with something ha- that helps me see people's higher purpose. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> it's amazing. And actually, I think the intuitive sessions are almost like more sort of bang for your buck than the astrogeography because you can ask literally whatever you want in any I session. So you'd be like, I think so too. Throw anything at her and you'll get an answer Because I right. take a light, you're right, because I take a light peek at the astrogeography so we cover that. Mm. Um, I saw something, I saw a woman, like an angel over your head, like a white light. Really? Mm-hmm. It was like startling while I was talking, so oh I couldn't stop. But there's something going on. There's some energy. You just totally raise your vibration by the water fasting yes. and Monica. And I feel that. Yeah, it's feel something has. <laughs> my angel, do you feel like she's like my grandmother or more of like an angel who I don't, who I haven't met? I, I don't know at the moment. I just feel like it was young. It was like somebody, it was like a young, um, it could be you. It could be like your right, higher self. Right. It could just be like the vibration is just expanding around you. But it did feel like somebody. It felt like a beautiful presence, like light. That's really so, powerful. Yeah. I'll gaze when there's not yeah, so much going on. Definitely. <laughs> I've got headphones. Well, on. you mentioned Monica. I think we should talk about that. So speaking all, of angels. Yeah. Speaking of angels, all three of us, thanks to you, <laughs> see Our the com- most amazing colon hydrotherapist here in Venice. And let's just talk for a little bit about colonics. What do you guys like about them? I think a lot of people listening have a lot of questions. It's so easy. It's easy because they do the work. You just lie there. I think it's relaxing. (laughs) Yeah. 
It yeah. kind of is relaxing. I got into it because I heard um, this guy, Gil Jacobs, who's a colonic therapist in uh, New York. Oh, isn't he the gravity method? Yeah. Yeah. And I heard him talk. I had him do a talk like, I think probably 10 years when I was like struggling with bad skin, like so probably 12, maybe 15 years ago. And I heard someone um, like direct me to one of his resources where he basically said that it's obviously not only what you are taking in, but it's also what you're getting rid of. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it made so much sense to me because obviously none of us have eaten perfectly in our, in our lives, but also because we hold on to so many things, physical and emotional and spiritual that we need help with letting go of. As then like Dara always says, it's about being clean, clear, and bright. If you I always think of it like if you're an unobstructed vessel or vehicle, you can receive so much in your life. So actually the goal is not about, I don't even think of food as like, is it going to give me these nutrients or is it going to give me this vitamin? I'm I'm thinking, is it going to leave me feeling, is it going to literally leave my body feel like better off than mm. when it came in? So for me, colonics are just like the step two of that process where it's like, is it going to leave me feeling better? Is it going to, is it going to, um, clear leave me clear so I can receive all the stuff that I meant to receive beautiful so it's kind of necessary when you think about it that way and then if you think about it from just a vanity standpoint Mm. and sexiness like sexy nobody feels sexy if their colon is clogged (laughs) (laughs) yes and if you're bloating that's like not sexy Mm. and then so that's like one thing and then it like traces back to like tribal days like the most beautiful person was the cleanest, the whitest eyes and the clearest skin because they would be most likely to reproduce better. So there's a Mm. lot of reasons that cleaning your colon leads to sexiness, just lightness. And, but Mm. then it's also like, it's a beauty thing. Like I'm, Mm. I'm, I don't know this for sure, but I imagine the, before people go on the red carpet, they're getting colonics. Mm. I would. I, I, yeah. Do you think that's but why? But that's not why I did it. And after you asked that question, I need to tell you how I found it because yeah, I've never know. told it and it's funny. Do you think that's why the whites of our eyes are so bright? Because yes. I've had, yes. I've never had people bring that up to me as much as I have yeah. in the last month. People have said to me, what can I buy to make my <laughs> eyes as white as yours? And I'm like, clean the colon. Spirituality. I don't know. It's, it's living a high vibe lifestyle. It's my plant medicine experience. Mm-hmm. It's the way that I eat colonics. Mm. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I, um, it, how I found it was not through research, how most things show up in my life. They just do. So my mom, I'm living in Florida and she visited me from New Jersey and she comes in with a bag of psyllium. And she said, Valerie, my friend, Valerie, Valerie says we should eat psyllium with cranberry juice every day by the spoonful. Okay, mom. And we started eating cranberries (laughs) with psyllium husk as like dessert, just eating it. Don't know what I was doing. All of a sudden, my bath, when I went to the bathroom, like squiggles came out. And I was like, mom, mom. Like I called her, come, like, come look. And I was like freaking out, like what just came out of me. So I Googled and I was like, and I was about 38 at the time, 37. And I was like, I was like, I started seeing things about parasites and I started seeing things about worms and I was <gasps> horrified and I freaked. And I'm like, what do you do to get colon hydrotherapy? Oh, okay. Called the lady in the morning, freaking out. And she goes, calm down, honey. I'm sure it's just mucus. Like she kind of probably had that phone wow. call before, but I called this whole colon hydrotherapist. It was a little hole in the wall place. I went to see her. She started talking to me about food. 
I couldn't believe that no one ever talked to me about food that gets clogged in your colon and what, what, what kind of fiber will, I thought she, I thought all colon hydrotherapists were angels because this lady was an angel. She wow. was educating me. Wow. And, and then, um, I was like being paying attention to food and organic and fiber. And then when I got to my Jupiter line, I found raw food like five or six months after. And then I became a hundred percent raw for 10 years. And wow. Yeah. Jupiter. Yeah. The so the, the, I found it by being horrified that maybe I had worms. And did you? <laughs> no. It was something else. It was like, I think mucus, like if you're eating cheese or oh, you're eating okay. anything that your body doesn't want, the body forms mucus around it. And so when you start to, it, when it really starts to leave the lining of your colon, it can come out like a right. squiggly or something. I get it. Yeah. It was As just alarming. Who has had many parasites come out of me. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get the horror. It, you're just horrified. You'll go anywhere. You'll have anything you know, put up your butt. Like if some, if, if most people realize that they're walking around with parasites and this could help get rid of them. Mm. Yes. Love colonics. Monica. Monica. So Monica, yeah. Monica was in Venice. I met her in 2006 and, um, she's the angel. Yeah. She's the angel. She's a special person. Mm -hmm. And every time I go there, I feel like the things that we talk about are meant to be discussed and I leave mm. it's a therapy session yeah mm. it's amazing it's very efficient she loves both of you she's unbelievable I've been to many colonic mm-hmm. hydrotherapists yes. and she's special she she's really like the poop whisperer <laughs> the poop whisperer I feel like if someone's looking for a colon hydrotherapist just like get a recommendation or meet them and see if you like their countenance are they soft mm. are they mm. you know yes. yeah Harsh. You don't want harsh. Mm. I agree. Yeah. So a question for both of you, what would be your tips for everybody listening to live a high vibe life, the kind of life that you've both created where you love waking up every day and have just created this beautiful lifestyle? What would would be be your tips? How to do it? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the biggest thing is listening like pay attention to your own energy like pay attention like we are what we eat who we hang out with our relationships our jobs if there's one thing that's making you feel down I know that it can seep into other areas just like if you have one part of your home that's like massively cluttered and you think if you shut the door it goes away it doesn't or one part of your body isn't working well or one relationship it's got to be clean clear and bright across the board in the best way i know how to do that obviously after 8 years of talking about it on youtube how to eat and declutter your home pay attention to the relationships the relationships you have with people places and things how are the things making you feel how are the people be willing to let go to welcome in that's how mm, love it yeah I think mine would just be because I think everybody's trying to grow and everyone I do believe everyone on this planet does want to become a better version of themselves and I think the main thing that actually keeps us from growing is the judgment over not being there yet or not being spiritual enough or not being good enough to be worthy of being a good person and questioning Mm. what if I'm a bad person or if I'm evil or if I'm undeserving we all have those things underneath so I think um if you're on a path of growth, you have to 
you can't do it without being kind to yourself and forgive yourself all the time and be so patient with yourself and hold your own hand like you would like a precious little child. And I also think that that's actually ironically the fastest way to grow because then you shed all the self-limiting uh, things where you're saying, I'm not growing fast enough, or I'm not where this person is, or my journey should look like this, or I need to be doing this kind of job or whatever it is. And I've, one of the most humbling things I've learned is that the most spiritual people I know are people who often don't want to even know about a crystal or don't even yes. care about going to yoga or drinking a green juice or knowing about human design. My boyfriend could not care less about human design only because <laughs> I do it. Like, yes. and he's interested in like me, obviously being happy in my life, but he's taught me so much about acceptance and patience and being calm, you know, like things that I'm not good at and things right. that I've become better at self, you know, being accepting of myself and accepting of what our relationship should look like and things like that. So I think number one is just the self holding your hand along every single part, like every single bit of the way. And the second one, which has helped me so much is like giving up the idea of it has to look how I decide it looks, right? Because right. so much more came to me when I was like, okay, whatever. What if I give up this idea that I have to be a businesswoman in the way that I think? Or what What would happen if I gave up the idea that things have to happen in six months time or that I have to do this or it has to be this way wow. like this person? That really so, resonates. Instead of a grabbing hand, like a, just an open palm, you know? Yeah, practicing non-attachment, mm. which is hard. Mm -hmm. So hard. So hard. I don't say mm -hmm. either of those things like I, like I have them down. I really don't. <laughs> right. No, that's... Wow, that is some good info. What's yours? Oh, man. I'm sure the last time I was asked this question, my answer would be so different. Yeah. I think tips for living a life, which I would call a soul on fire life. This is the soul on fire podcast, is just know who you are, get in tune with who you are. And like you said, it doesn't have to be learning your whole human design mm. chart and learning your astrology or your astrocartography because those things, they all come with time. Mm. And if you're interested in them, they're there. Mm. It's so much simpler than that. Mm. What do you like to do? Mm. What are you passionate about? And mm developing the confidence to pursue what that is because I don't think anybody should spend their precious time on this earth doing mm -hmm. something that they don't love yeah so if you wake up every day and you don't love what you do but you think about what you love and you wait until the weekend to experience it or vacation then you're not living your best life yeah and I know it's not easy for everybody to drop what they're doing and explore something else, mm. but it's possible. Mm. And because it's possible, yeah. it's attainable. Everybody can do that. So mm. everybody listening, they can create that life for themselves. Mm. And maybe it will take some time, mm. maybe detach from the idea. Mm. Oh, that sounds great. That should happen for me in six weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, it might take a lot of time, yeah. but life is the constant practice of doing what you love and mm. reevaluating what do I love mm. now? Mm. For so me, true. that has changed so much. Mm. And people will say, wow, you've been blogging for six years. Like I've never done anything for six years. That's what some people will say to me. 
And I think about how much it's changed what I've done. Mm. And it's just because my blog and my podcast, they shift with me. Mm. So Mm -hmm. that's the only reason why I'm still doing it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I could go on. Yeah, that's a good topic. It's Mm. a really timely topic. Yeah. um, Because so many people are doing things and they know they want to make a switch and mm-hmm. I could hear them all saying how, but how, yeah. right. but how? And so, and it, yeah, it makes me sad because I think people don't really think that they can do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about everybody. I think some people might feel, well, they can do that. It's easy for them to talk about that. Mm-hmm. My circumstances are this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I've been there. I've totally been there. I've totally put myself in the category of like, oh, there's some people who can and some people who can't. And I've definitely thought to myself many times, Mm -hmm. you know, before I was doing this, oh, I just couldn't be that lucky. I just couldn't be that lucky. I just couldn't be that lucky. And I think um, I was stopping myself by, I think what too many of us do is let's say for example i'll use my friend cleo who's a poet she's a really successful poet we cleo know her. Yeah. yeah she's amazing so um if she had thought like oh i just want to be a poet and then allowed her mind to get in the way of saying okay well that means i'm going to be broke living on the east you know like living in god knows where some shoebox in manhattan not having a good quality life because poets only make this much and this is the typical career trajectory for poets and that's what that looks like she wouldn't have done it but i think because nowadays you know, the world opens up so many doors for us and there is no time, space and motion anymore. It's like, mm. instead of trying to script how that's going to look, instead of, you don't even know how how a better version of that is. You just have mm-hmm. to stop yourself from entertaining the worst version of things possible or the like yes. obvious, plain, easy thing that we think is like the, the only career path available to us in any one passion. And what if you just stop believing that every time that comes into your mind? That is enough of a power sh- powerful shift to open up something that's even bigger than mm-hmm. what you thought you that's could do so no so it's like and okay but so if you want to be an artist don't just think oh that means i'm gonna have to starve on the street to be an artist like it doesn't mean anything if you want to be like a computer programmer who's to say that that doesn't mean you're gonna like end up inventing like a video game that sells for 800 million dollars like you we just don't know right we can do anything with anything yeah yeah that's true I was talking about that in a solo episode that just came out. It will have been last week when this comes out, all about manifesting this career that I have now. And I said in that episode, the reason why I was able to do that was because I had no fear Mm. because I didn't really know what failure would look like because I knew I can't fail doing this because I'll be (laughs) doing what I love. So I can't fail. Because even if I don't make any money, that's the key. Even if I have a bunch of side jobs, that's not a failure to me. Like I'll be doing what I love. Mm. And so I had no fear. Mm. And even when I wasn't making any money at all, I didn't care. Mm -hmm. I wasn't concerned. I believed it would come and it Mm. did. Mm. And now, like six years later, I've developed more fears because life is different now Mm. and taking a risk. Once I've built something that I love, Mm. feels riskier. Mm. And I recognize that I have blocks now that I didn't have Mm. previously. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, Sorry. 
No, go ahead. When you told me to first start doing human design, I didn't also pressure myself to just give up what I was doing. I kind of like lent into it. And I think when you can sometimes play with the universe and say, okay, I'm going to try and do this for like an hour a week. And if it's meant for me, show me the flow. Come Mm -hmm. through for me. Like, let's see, put your money where your mouth is, universe. Like, we don't have to know the answers either ourselves. We can just like lean Mm. into it just a little. I think it's magic. Yeah. Like when you do the things... Whatever it is that you love to do, like if you allow yourself to be grabbed by something that just turns your head or makes you turn in that direction Mm. or sparkles you, Mm -hmm. then that moment of sparkle might attract somebody that you needed to know. Like it's almost moment to moment. It's almost Mm -hmm. turn by turn, street by Mm -hmm. street. Like it's just the follow your heart thing is so vague, but it's like follow the heat or the passion yes. or the thing that makes your heart lift or mm. whatever it is for you. But you know mm. when you're jazzed by something. Yeah. Let yourself Definitely. do it. Mm. And then it'll feed something else that you couldn't see mm. down the line. Mm. So yeah. I really think allowing yourself to be grabbed by something new and sparkly or mm. an old dream that resurfaces. like mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. I think old dreams can resurface at the perfect time. Mm-hmm. I believe that so I mean, much. think about it. Like I started doing my YouTube channel just because I, fo- I followed my heart. Like I needed to do it. I needed to share about cleaning your colon and eating healthy. <laughs> and then every single beautiful person I've met is because I was doing this thing that made me happy. Right. That's it. And That's why you guys life, are sitting here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, whole life unfolds in front mm-hmm. of you. Yeah. So I you mean, have to do those things. That's mm-hmm. so true. Mm-hmm. And so I think true. it does come back to knowing yourself too because I mean knowing that I'm a reflector even though I did just say people don't have to Mm. learn their human design (laughs) it's a good idea don't want Um. to um, (laughs) if you have access to what time you were born it's good to know your human design Um, I've had to play with that so much because I can get so excited that I can feel like my thought of the moment is my next big everything (laughs) And I'll be so excited about it, bouncing off the walls, telling the world, that's what I do. Uh, And then the next day, (laughs) no interest, (laughs) not for me. And that's such a reflector thing. And yet what's so funny about it is even if you don't do this thing that we were discussing, you sparked it for someone. Totally. It's been sparked. Someone, if it's not you, someone's going to do it. So you get excited and then share the excitement. And I've had to just release like, um, any negative feelings I have about me being that way mm. because it is fun to live that way. And if you totally. look at it as the, it that's be- fun, then that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's who I am. I can mm. change my mind. You're I mean, entitled. I have really changed You're my mind. Mm. I can be like, you know, booking plane tickets for this huge retreat, like in it, getting all my friends to go. And then it can be the day before. And I'm not going, I don't want to go. My body doesn't want to go. That's so funny. That's who I am. Yeah. So, but I will say for this that we just talked about, I thought about it for the 28 day moon cycle. And I've learned because I don't like that feeling of saying that I'm going to do something and then not doing it. That's one thing that I have tried to get away from. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what learning about being a reflector has taught me to do. Like I can still be excited about it. I can still tell Jonathan about it and my parents, mm. but I don't really have to announce share to the world it on the podcast mm. and tell everybody <laughs> I can wait. Cause mm. I've, yeah, I've had a lot of things that right. I thought I was going to do. 
Wow. But we don't know what happened because of the, you saying those things. Yeah. Well, Somebody else yeah. might be doing it. Yeah. But I mean, I love it all. I love yeah. it all. It's all so fun. And even if it's like, I had moments of wanting to be a human design chart reader because I love what you do. And learning about being a reflector, it's changed my life. Mm. Um, and then I realized I don't have to do that just because I love <laughs> it, but it's fun. It's mm. fun that I thought about doing it mm. because totally. that's how much I love it. Yeah. yeah, books and I've been studying and so cool. Nothing bad, comes and it will from serve me. you Nothing. forever in a day. And also, she, you're like a, um, you're essentially here for people to live vicariously through your adventures in wellness. And so the things that you bring up are never a loss because you're introducing them to so many people's existence. Right. You know? Yeah, and I had that light bulb moment of realizing. That's what my brand is. Mm. And I don't Excitement have to be and yeah, sharing. Jordan, mm. the yoga teacher or whatever right. I felt mm. like I had to be mm. to be credible. Mm. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Now I can just be a friend to these listeners. Mm. That's what I and am. And the person who gets excited about yeah. what other people are. You're like amplifying the mm. excitement of what they do. Yeah. I see that now. I was like, how can she be? How can a reflector be seeing you? In person, I can now understand what Jenna's been saying. I can yeah. see it. It's Very so You're cool. a great example. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really, truly. Great example. Yeah. Well, I feel lucky that I was born into a family and a life where being a reflector has been so easy. Wow. I, I cannot mean, believe that. They're 1% of the population, everybody. And Jordan and your father. That's crazy. Crazy. That is some karmic twist of fate. Because yeah. we were supposed to be here together, me and him. He's Amazing. been my dad in so many lifetimes. Wow. I've seen it. I've done past life regressions. He's always there. Amazing. Like, there you are. Wow. And we butt heads so much. Wow. And we're so similar. It's amazing. It's so I, cool. I, I was a speechless when you said it earlier. Really, yeah. truly. It's crazy pants. It really it's is. It's so great. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, on the whole, if you're clear about half, half the battle or most of the battle is actually getting clear on what it is that does, like what you can do in your sleep that's effortless that you also enjoy. Yes. Because, you know, from a human design perspective, you came on this planet already inherently good at certain things. And those are the things that we need you to do because someone else is good at other things and mm -hmm. that's what they're here to do. So it's like you chose to be good at certain things before you came here. Right. Mm -hmm. And so actually to think about like if you totally non-judgmentally made a list or had friends of yours tell you a list of the things that you can like you just you almost assume everyone else is good at them because you're so good at them and you don't even think that they're like a good yeah. quality you don't even give them any credit or any airtime mm -hmm. like what are those things you know because if mm -hmm. you get a list down of those things I swear that's half the battle because then the universe will color that in with whatever job description on the outside world is going to be, you know, the use for all those qualities. But essentially it's, are you using those qualities that come so easy to you? Mm -hmm. The mask or the vessel or the job description, that comes second, you know? So true. So if you're a good listener, like start, like start recognizing that in yourself. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a good writer or if you love to, I don't know, find yeah, a system ask. for things or solve people's problems or I don't know, anything. You can ask yourself the question, what was I really good at that no one taught me how to do when I was little? Oh, that's amazing. Oh my god! And you can ask your parents if they're alive. You can ask your brother or sister, what was the thing that I did? Mm -hmm. that and then there's powerful. also something in your natal chart. It is, so if someone calls me for a life purpose session, you know, to kind of see like where to head. There's a couple of things to look for. 
in the natal chart that give you clues to that. What so you do human design, um, the midheaven, and the true note. Those give the me clues. Right. I recent so like, I have yours here. Note. Tell me. I think I'm Aquarius, right? True note. Well, Jonathan is Gemini midheaven. Who? He's the same as me, and he has a Sagittarius Nadir, which tells who he is a home of homes, and he is a very optimistic man. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's fault. like unshakable faith that everything will work out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and the kind of guy who proposes to you a week after you're diagnosed with chronic lifetime Lyme disease. <laughs> yeah. Like, you would do that? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's love. That's, yeah. he, he knows everything's going to work out because it is. You're already healed. I see it. So um, he's got Gemini Midheaven, which means that he is here to communicate and probably have more than one career. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I see it. Let's see Jordan. So you, she has the true note in Aquarius. I'm going to put my glasses on. That makes sense. So Jenna... When you when we go towards our true node, it's it's um, where our spirit wants us to head in this lifetime. It's a bit of a stretch because we weren't that in the number of past lifetimes. We're heading. Your spirit wants you to reach towards Aquarius, and every time you do behave like an Aquarian, your spirit's going to be happy. So no matter what you do, whether it's doing laundry or communicating with your love or doing work. Um, and this is all about, um, you are doing it because it's about um, cutting edge ideas and introducing somewhat strange but needed people <laughs> to society. Yes. Jenna's very cutting edge and she does human design, which is cutting edge and sustain- things like sustainable living and team spirit. Um interested in, in caring for society. But anyway, you also have your midheaven in Scorpio. So really? you're totally in tune because uh, midheaven is who you are on the world stage. Um, if everybody's watching, you are behaving like a Scorpio, which is somebody who's able to reach down into the depths to things that are unseen and bring them up wow. to uncover hidden truths. Wow. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. So if everybody knows what their midheaven is, they can see who they are on the world stage. Like, right. Part of it, like this. And usually every time I, not usually, every time I speak to someone about it, they're like, yeah, that feels right. That feels does good. feel that right. right. Um, there's more to it, which we could go into at another time. But these things are so, and in your home of homes, in your home, when you're at home, Jonathan would know you to be a Taurus, someone who likes luxury and feeling mm-hmm. good and sensual things. and. Mm-hmm. Homie, secure. right? Homie. Hmm? Homie. Homie. Yeah. Like this. Like, yeah. Homie. Um, luxury. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Feeling comfortable. Oh, I didn't know I had any Taurus in my chart. In your, so where he has Sagittarius in his home, like at home, in home, who you know him to be, it's that unshakable faith and optimism. That's what he, in the same placement, you have Taurus. So you're wow. solid. You're solid. You're solid at home and reliable and trustworthy, loyal, you know, like, right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that definitely. So it's good for you to be home. It's good for you to have make your home. Remember, we were talking about that mm-hmm. to make your home even feel more homey. Right. It will feel nice to your spirit. I want to turn. I've decided this since I've been here in your apartment. <laughs> I've decided that I want to turn my office room into a room like this, like um, into my little haven. Like a where- lounge. Yeah. But like a lounge where I can record the podcast. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's my room. It's my room for my office. But I, since I'm not a decorator and yeah. I, I get super lazy about those kinds of things. I never did anything with it. Yeah. But we have this beautiful Moroccan style rug in uh-huh. there already. And a desk, which I've never sat at in my life. And I probably never will. So we could probably move it. Um, yeah. I yeah. want to get these cool plush MP. pillows and I stuff. I will help you. I would love your help. I will help you. And the candles. I I'm seeing you. it now and I'm so happy. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've To make it cozy, that. comfy, Torian yeah. style. Like like with things growing around you. And yeah. feeling like the fabrics and the textures and the comfiness. I would love your help. I'm happy to. Yay. So... Let's leave everybody with with a final word from both of you. It can be about anything. I feel like both of you are so intuitive. What do you feel like people need to hear that they might not have ever heard from you before? Hit it, Jay. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. I think there's something really interesting in life coaching. My aunt is a life coach. She told me something really interesting recently, which has kind of been weighing on my mind. And it was the fact that before, you know, like in the nineties when life coaching was like first coming up, it was all about like fixing your flaws and like, how do we correct this thing that, you know, we've seen as, you know, your weak link and blah, blah, blah. And now it, the whole life coaching world has whole, had this whole kind of like reinvention because now what they've discovered is that we get results better from people when actually we're not really focusing on the flaws. We're actually looking at the things that you're really strong at and trying to emphasize those and put the energy into like emphasizing that stuff. And from a human design perspective, when I look at a chart and I'm seeing any given line or gate or um, you know energy center that's lit up or any of the numbers, that's just potential. And it's up to us how we can express it in a high vibration way or a low vibration way. So I can't inherently tell a person who is a good person or a bad person or people that are living their design or not. I can only tell when we animate the chart, right? We're the ones that use that energy. So I kind of feel like it's the path of least resistance to, even if you're not clear who you are or what your life purpose is or what you should be doing with your life or whatever, it's just about where we put our attention to and how we recognize ourselves. And so can we recognize the things, even not not yet, just don't even get to the point where you can praise yourself or appreciate yourself or have the self-worth because I know what it's like to be far away from that. But can you even from like a dry scientific perspective go, okay, I do this really easily mm. or I I do this, mm-hmm. um, you know, more quickly than somebody else does and how that experimentation process can start to build up to self-worth because I think expecting self-worth from like zero to a hundred is impossible. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've like self-flagellated energetically when I felt like I was not getting there fast enough and then it actually just keeps you stuck even longer Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I just feel like actually the best way to do it is just instead of do the zero to 100 just do the 0.1 just what is the thing that you think you do differently or slightly faster than most people or that comes so easy to you things that seem obvious to you that other might not be obvious to other people and then just start recognizing that self like that's how you get to know yourself again and I think it's like such a magical easy thing that we can all do for free that results in like the coolest stuff Wow. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful. 
that's going to hit home with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I I only know this because I was stuck there for so long and I like I'm telling my 22 year old self that. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah, I've been stuck. I mean, do you imagine how many different things I've done? Mm-hmm. Every like I love to learn new things like you do and then I try them and I jump into them. And how many times I would sit at my mother's table with my head on the table going, I don't know what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. Mm-hmm. It's so many times. Yeah. That's so, why when Monica, not to interrupt you, when Monica yeah. told me that you were a raw food chef for so many years before doing the astrocartography and you've lived all these lives. Mm-hmm. A lot. And that's exactly <laughs> what she said. She said she has lived a lot of lives. Aww. I've known her. And I instantly was like, I get it. Mm. I do. I think the major theme for me is like when something became so heavy or the thought of giving it up felt so exciting, I'd have to go. I'd just mm. have to go. And I'd have to disappoint people. Mm. Maybe people were buying my products because I had a wholesale company and or they really wanted it. And not, but when I thought of the freedom of not doing the thing, it's almost like that thing, doing something day in and day out that's not making you happy is toxic. Mm. It's like if you think of a hummingbird, they're there. But if the air changes and it's not pleasant, they're they're gone faster than than you can see. And it's like that energy and it's beautiful. They go towards the flowers. So I think that that's that that comes from my my faith that everything's gonna work out. And that's what I share. That's what I've been sharing, I think. Is that because all of, of your these years? It's the it's the Sagittarius n- nadir oh, okay, that he it. has. And my Gemini midheaven makes me absolutely passionate about sharing things with people. Absolutely. One time I was going to I didn't know what to do when I was sitting on the floor, much like we are now, when I was living in New York City and some one of the things that I had started doing ended and I was sitting on the floor with newspapers because back in the day you actually had to look in the newspaper for a job which is just <laughs> it's crazy to think works. about now. no cell phones you know what I mean yeah. like so um I remember thinking I remember talking to my mom and she said well you're gonna get a job as an artist and make like five dollars an hour hour and I was like oh yeah and she goes what else do you want to do I go well I've always wanted to do real estate so I called um, this real estate company. They do corporate relocation. And I'm like, well, I I really always wanted to do real estate, but I don't know much about what I'd have to do to do it. And he said, why don't you come in? And so I went in and he met me. It was Peter Accicella. He had this, he was a beautiful man who had this company in New York. And he said, you know, I think you'd be really good at it. All you have to do is take this course. And then when you're done, you're, you're hired. You can come. And so I tried that for a year and it was fun until it wasn't fun anymore. And just kept going and to, to find a thing. But the thing that people don't realize, or they may realize or they may not, is that it's not like you're giving up something and you don't take it with you. You take whatever you learned. Sometimes the most mm-hmm. valuable thing is to learn what you're not supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. or you don't even realize how doing that one thing that you're not going to be doing anymore helps form what you are going to be doing in the future. So it's really never wasted. Mm. I think f- people are afraid of wasting time that they spent investing in it, mm. money. Mm. Yeah. Yes. But what's more important, your freedom to do the thing that's going to make you happy or the thing, the money you invested mm-hmm. and the time. Mm. It's, oh, Such yeah. a good tip. It's so true. 
Wow. I used to say that about raw food. I'm like, what's more important, those pancakes or your new life? What's more important, <laughs> that thing that you're holding on to? Like if you're holding on to a business that's glass bottles, like are they going to be clanking behind you when you're flying high mm. doing human design? Or, mm. you know, is that really that ugly old sofa? Do you want that? Do you need that? Like so mm. many people are held down actually by physical belongings. Mm. So you, or food that's not serving them Powerful. or relationships mm. so they can say, what's more important, that or my new life? Mm. Love that. Chills. Chills. That's so good. It's across yes. the board. It's all yeah. tied together. Yes. Yes. I think that's what I'm trying to say is that the home, the food, the relationships, the job, you can't separate them. Mm. They all need to be clean, clear, and bright. Mm. And that's- they all are not at any given moment. So for everyone, for me included, so you just have to go, oh, that's not feeling so clean, right. clear, and bright. How can I clean it up? Mm. that's something you could write a book about because that is what you do. It ties it all in. Right. You're intuitive because the Akashic reader that I was doing a podcast for in the middle of, I was speaking and she goes, a book, a book. Yes. A book is coming. (laughs) She gets it. She knows. Yeah. Wow. So something's coming. Yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff is coming. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I knew you guys would be two people who I could say that to. Basically say anything. What do people need to hear? And have like very powerful words come out. So, so thank sweet. you. You're so you. um, intuitive for pulling us together for this. It's just like a really good energy. And oh, it's such perfect. a pleasure to be with you both here. Heaven. Thank you. Thank it's you. Heaven. I was overjoyed when I found out I was coming back to LA and you were still going to be here. I know. As yeah. of like, what? One more day? Yeah. Let's yeah. kidnap her. It's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kidnap her. Soon. I'll be back. So yeah. tell everybody listening where they can find you guys. Uh, just jennazoe.com or jennazoe on Instagram. You're the same, right? Same. Your name.com and your name on Instagram. Yeah. Right? Dara Dubinet. D-U-B-I-N-E-T. We'll put it in the show notes too. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being here. This was so special. Was so much fun. So much fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this best of the show episode. I'm so happy to be able to release some of these episodes with our very inspiring guests. And I know some of these are solo episodes. So whichever you just listened to, I hope that you enjoyed and I hope that it served you well on your path and left you feeling inspired to live a more soul on fire life. So please, if this show served you or inspired you, I would be so honored if you would leave a rating and review in iTunes, if you have time this week or anytime. And if you send me a screenshot to Jordan at thebalancebond.com, I will send you a free gift as a thank you. Also, please join us in our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Be sure to check out and support our sponsors of the show, which can be found in the show notes. We have some amazing sponsors of this show from Four Sigmatic Mushroom Coffee to Cured Nutrition CBD to Hum Nutrition Beauty Supplements. So these are things that I take every single day that I want everyone to know about. So definitely check out all of those discount codes that you can find in the show notes because this is stuff that I want you to enjoy to the fullest and use in your life and also get those special discount codes. So thank you so much for being here. I'm already so excited to come back 
with new episodes after my hiatus. And I hope that me putting myself first during this season of my my life will inspire you to do the same in your life, whatever you are dealing with or going through. And if you're more interested to hear about my time off and my hiatus, I have a solo episode all about it that you can find. I believe it is, let's see here, episode 156. So enjoy that if you haven't listened yet and have an amazing soul on fire day. I love you. I'm so happy that you're here and just know that When I am ready to be back, I will be back with bells on and can't wait to connect then. I love you guys. You can also find me on Instagram. I'm not currently taking an Instagram hiatus. So you can find me at The Balanced Blonde there and let's connect. Have an amazing day.